Here's the thing about new Cherry Vanilla Coke. Though cherries named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been Vanilla Cherry Coke, or it could have been Coke Cherry Vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke Vanilla Cherry Coke or Cherry Vanilla Coke Coke. <clears throat> Unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar. This episode is powered by Safety FM. This podcast is being sponsored by SafetyConsultantBlueprint.com. In this week's episode, I have a special guest, my wife, Marianne Primus. knowledge would be better served if you are your own boss? Your knowledge can help more people improve their workplace safety. Most of what you know may be wasting in a job that limits what you can do for the overall health and safety of workers. Now is the time to start your own business while you're still working for your current employer. Start your own safety consultant business with the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. Get your business legal in just a week. Brand yourself as an authority in safety, even on a shoestring budget. No more stressing about how to price your services fairly, but still make a profit. And experience the amazing feeling of being your own boss. This 100% online video course is instructor-led and will give you detailed steps to keep you focused as to what to do next to grow your business. Lay out strategies to keep you maximizing your marketing and networking efforts. And explain how to get money in between clients. Register today at safetyconsultantblueprint.com and enter the code PODCAST. Well, my special guest, tell me a little bit about your journey as being an entrepreneur. So I got to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm using your idea. Your idea says you said uh, you have it at the very end, didn't you? That wasn't my idea. You did too. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it could be you or Jay. I can't remember which one. But you're the wife. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> well, now everyone knows that you're my wife. <laughs> and I'm going to leave this in, too, because okay. it's funny. <laughs> my name is Marianne Primus. I am the wife of your host. Yay. <laughs> she puts up with this nerdy guy. <laughs> you. You. All right, well, we're trying to figure out what to actually say, what to do will be interesting to the guest. And my idea for this episode is to get the spouse's view of being an entrepreneur and then safety consulting. It doesn't really matter, you know, that side on the spouse because I'm sure they could spit off all safety stuff. <laughs> like Marianne, she actually looks at things now and she could say, that doesn't look safe. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, I've learned some keywords, buzzwords over the over the years, so it makes it look like I'm really paying attention. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then actually she throws a loop every once in a while and I'll be like, Oh, wait on, you <laughs> you know about this? And she's like, Yeah, I know, I got you. Egress and all of that stuff. That's right. <laughs> so we've been married for how long? been married 22 years See? and a half. That was a quiz because I always know and she always... That's <laughs> not a, true. I always know. You know, it's just the... Uh, usually, I get us. I always say something like, uh, especially with our... We have an anniversary and an anniversary. <laughs> so that we haven't celebrated in a while, but together we... Uh, I know most of the dates. 22 years. That's what we'll stick with. All right. We're in. <laughs> so, uh, when I wanted to get out of where I was working and I was ready to go, 
you saw signs that was like he's ready or something's up what what was that time period like uh prior to leaving <laughs> oh boy um i know you were antsy for sure um you were in a business where i knew you were working hard to um, move up the ladder and that wasn't those opportunities weren't afforded to you um, as much or as, as frequently as you had hoped. So signs like that just um, I think you probably threw out the idea of going on your own. And you tried it while you were still working, so it wasn't just a complete cut the cord. But I do remember when you came to me first and said, I want to leave the, um, the company. And my answer was no. Yes. No. <laughs> Flat out. Nope. <laughs> it's not happening. But that's my tendency of things. Say no first. And then and then keep the open mind after. And Keeping you, me on my toes. Yeah, and then kind of see okay. Yeah, I guess this is this is possible. And I was working um with the school district at the time, so I had a steady job. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it was scary, but I also saw your excitement and your willingness to pretty much do anything to, to make it work. Yeah. So, and that in turn um, got me excited for you the possibility of, of what you could do with it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you talked about it being slow going. Yes, <laughs> I have. We I totally have. were not prepared at all. Um, don't do what we did. <laughs> That's <laughs> was, why I said, get it, keep staying with we your were, we were We were jump and then look, for sure. Yeah. Shoot, aim, fire. Yes. Uh, fire, aim for... <laughs> fire, aim, shoot. Something, no, no, like, something that. like that. <laughs> <laughs> aim was last. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I uh, said in one of the chapters of my book, one of the first episodes of this podcast, if you could start your business while you're still working and do it part-time, it's easier to transition. And that was for a reason I right. said that. And <laughs> but, you did. Yeah, you did. I did. There was a lot of additional building that had to had to go in there it does now then uh after i got started got my foot in the door then something crazy happened <laughs> later on what was that yeah so uh you left 2012 um and then 2000 probably 2014 i started getting the itch yeah um just i was teaching special ed with the school district and um, had been teaching for about 14 years at that point and somewhere between 2014 and 2016 we started talking more and more about me leaving the school district so um, the end of the 2015-2016 school year I left the school district in the traditional classroom teaching to start my own business entrepreneur yes so we need to do a podcast of me seeing how it is for me to be married to yes. an entrepreneur yes someday we will do that <laughs> yeah um, she's been thinking podcast too so i'm like yes do it i let him figure out all the the kinks and then i jump in and go okay <laughs> We're ready. now i can do it now he's figured it out so <laughs> Yeah, that's like, uh, we listen to, I don't know, I think it's like episode five or six, I, I mentioned something about a group, uh, entrepreneur couple that we follow called Flip Lifestyle, Shane and Jocelyn Sands, those two guys together have been awesome, it's a lot of S's, it's like, but that was a real good thing for us to do, uh, just so we could learn a little bit about being our own bosses, being entrepreneurs entrepreneurs but it was a uh, it was also a, a godsend when we found them because that helped us kind of get the idea of going through the, the process of being entrepreneurs in the podcast that I have now I think 
part of it is, or at least some of it is based on what I've even learned from them. So even, yeah, even this is, is, is part of what I, I feel there. So I think entrepreneurship is, in this day and age, everybody wants to be their own boss. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I did need to talk about what I did. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I did So I went from teaching in traditional classroom. Um, I had been tutoring. My um, focus had been children with autism for at least 11 of the 16 years that I taught. Yeah. So um, I continued doing private tutoring, which I had been doing the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the just the new thing that I added to that was children's yoga. So I was certified in children's yoga about a year before I left and really liked everything that it taught and the tools that it taught the kids and it was all about um, calming techniques and strategies in my classroom anyway, so it fit in. And um, yeah, so started doing children's yoga and that again was very slow going and painstaking in the beginning, but um, by the I guess second year out of teaching, um, it's doing pretty good. Oh, yeah. Classes in libraries, summer camps, um, community centers, preschools. Got uh, uh, pretty good plus um, private as well and started combining tutoring with the children's yoga especially for my um, special needs families mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's where that went and was going good and we had another big life change so. <laughs> yes <laughs> had a couple things, of them anyway. things had to change once once again on my end so yeah that well. was the start starting out what was one of the hardest things to do leaving a leaving a set job pay coming in regular and everything uh that's always tough but what else do you say was was hardest getting you getting yourself started getting out there being comfortable with putting yourself out there um i'm good about hiding behind letters and emails and, and that sort of thing and sent out dozens and dozens of emails to every school, every community center, every after school program in, you know, in the area that I was willing to drive to. And a couple stuck out of a dozen. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, that adds up. That's actually a really high ratio too. <laughs> well, you don't nitpick percentages, but <laughs> basically enough stuck to where, you know, I was, it was matching my income what I was making as a teacher compared to what I was making with the children's yoga and uh, supplementing with the tutoring and then in addition got in with some homeschool families so I was doing additional teaching with some local homeschool families and former students families too so having a um circle to draw from whatever your expertise or skill set is that's important use who you know and I don't mean use use but (laughs) utilize in a good way networking networking yeah Yeah. it's another word for you yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) absolutely we use the word networking but it's always used (laughs) that's like LinkedIn you get your LinkedIn someone uh, you say yes and you add that connection and all of a sudden you got a string of emails of them saying all right this is what I do buy for me right So I don't even remember your question. How what was challenging? Did I answer it? (laughs) Kind of. You're giving us the the path, I guess, to to how you're making business and how you're uh, getting out there. Was there anything that was like specifically tough? tough, So reaching out, being able to yeah. So I did a lot of emails, but like having to talk to people in person or put yourself out there for like you know you were big on doing the networking groups in the communities. I never stepped foot in one because that is just not my comfort zone. I'm not a walk up to a stranger person. Sheldon knows this. He walks up to a stranger and I walk away. Yes. (laughs) Literally like down the aisle, around the corner, down the block. 
anything, right? I'm just, that's something I'm working on. But so, yes, find, I guess, what you're, what you're good at. Mm-hmm. And talking to strangers is not something I'm good at, but I'm a decent writer, communicator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I reached out that way. And then it led to phone calls and, and that sort of thing. So I, I got comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, what else? About like, um, like, for a while, you're doing things where you're partnering. I remember specifically in my mind was the partnering with the summer camp, mm-hmm. and that was an awesome idea. Uh, and it was great that uh, you and the, the other individual were able to go ahead and provide summer camp, and it was something that you could do all yourself. You had your own curriculum, everything that you developed. Uh, how did that kind of synergy work where you found someone that's like all right we could do this together let's let's both pull our resources and do it so it was another children's yoga teacher that was um, in the county south of us and um, i really remember how the idea first came about it she was she had worked with um another set summer camp the previous year and did really well and decided to just do it on her own as 100% kids yoga summer camp. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything else like that in the area. Um, and we knew each other from the, the children's yoga circuit. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it just worked that in between my background teaching and um, her you know, background with business, she definitely it was her, her baby, so I can't claim anything more than you know, I taught several weeks in it, but I created the curriculum for my weeks and um, you know, my, my uh, skill set from teaching with the, doing the lesson plan, and she still uses that format. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, it's just, you know, you use what you have and you just keep tweaking it for you know, what you're doing now. Yeah. You don't lose what, what works for you in one area. I think a lot of times you keep working for you even when the genre changes. Yeah. You get a lot of competition in what you do with tutoring. There's competition with tutoring. There's competition for uh, children's yoga, mindfulness. Now that you're getting into mindfulness, it's a lot of competition with that. So how do you differentiate yourself uh, from others? Um question. Ooh, nailed it. <laughs> I gotta get at least one. That's a good question for me to, to va- feel validated about this. Alright. Um, how do I differentiate? Well, my background with special needs and autism, I think, is pretty much how I differentiate. So, when we had our other big life change, when we um, left our, our Sticks and Bricks house yeah. and started traveling full-time our years, um, of course, I was then walking away from most of my tutoring families. Yeah. Um, I still keep in touch with, with some and do some little meetups with them here and there. Um, but I could no longer do the classes with the free schools and mm-hmm. all that. So that was a little hard to walk away from because mm-hmm. I just really kind of got my feet under me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I started doing... Um, Teacher Pay Teachers is a platform for um, online, teacherpayteachers.com, and it is basically products made by teachers for teachers. Do you um, remember your URL? Well, if you go to teacherspayteachers.com, my store name is Om Amazing Kids. Spell. O-M-M-A-Z-I-N-G. And kids, K-I-D-S. So Amazing Kids is my store there on Teacher Pay Teachers, and I started creating, um, started pretty early on after I left the school district. I was just kind of looking to supplement and um, was creating uh, kids yoga sequences for um, teachers. So they tied in with, started with just tying it into literature, so common children's books. Um, and putting the books basically to a sequence. And, um, it's really cool. I gotta say, I've never seen anything like it. And yeah. it's, uh, you know, I'm not even sure you got the idea, but I love it. Well, uh, it was really cool seeing it. 
Thank you. Well, I had already been doing yoga sequences to books when I did my classes, and that was pretty common. So I just basically put it, you know, on in black and white, so that teachers, regardless of whether you have yoga experience or not, and whether your kids have yoga experience or not, you can just see from the um, literally stiff drawings. <laughs> yes. <I do. laughs> of um, you know what poses, and it it's good for kinesthetic learners you know, that gets the body moving and helps with um, helping it stick a little bit, comprehension and that sort of thing. So I created these these sequences for children's books, which I had a plethora of mm-hmm. the house and just kept building and building and building um, that. And then when we started traveling, carrying dozens and dozens of children's books around with us was not <laughs> in an RV in an RV, RV. <laughs> was not um, great so I would bring a handful with me we'd stop at libraries and I'd pick up or go in and just sit and do sequences while we're traveling and then it went from there to more social skill type sequences so the yoga poses now instead of just focusing around a children's book they focus around um, specific social skills so anything from perspective taking to empathy to turn taking to um just kindness being a good friend anything along that and that all kids need but particularly children on the spectrum um and most people That's who the have autism that spectrum autism spectrum yes um, there's, you know, there needs to be some direct, not some, there needs to be direct social skills um, instruction. And yeah. so it just makes this thing sound. Isn't that like a, a for, in the entrepreneur mindset, I'm thinking just that in itself, and saying that I can offer a product, a service that will uh, help your student, your child to manage whenever they're feeling overwhelmed by mindfulness tricks and traits, or I could uh, help your classroom that's getting ready for their whatever state you're in or country you're in. See, they have those state uh, or country-led exams for kids and this type of treatment, or not treatment, this type of uh, practice tool, yeah, resource, uh, that in itself and teaching people how to do that, that can be a selling point, right? That was a lot of trying to get the question. I know. You taught me not to, not to stack questions, right. and there I am, stacking them like <laughs> more. I just built a house with all that stacking in it. All right. So I think what you're saying is... Yeah. Um, Break it down. Does it, is it a, a tool that's helpful um, regardless of where you are, just for this the testing and all that that's going on? Well, selling it. Selling it that way with that mindset saying... This product that I have for sale can help you with these things, or have been uh, whatever you could you could say to to help uh, market it. Yes, so it's not just specifically for kids with disabilities; it's mm-hmm. for all children, and with all the testing and high stakes testing mm-hmm. and um, just pressure that's on kids these days yeah and I guess that's kind of where my idea came with it so I saw it not just with my students and my students although were um special needs and in a self-contained class they were still expected for the most part taking the same type of high stakes state tests Mm -hmm. that any other child in the state of Florida would take with the exception of a very, very, very small handful, and they still did have to take a test as well. Yes. So, teaching them breathing techniques and calming tools and um, focusing on the breath, then moving the body to help calm the body and the brain. That's, yes, for any child. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, it pretty much fits wherever you are and for any grade level. From with kids three years old up through high school, and it gives them another tool in the toolbox. Mm-hmm. That's a great marketing tool, especially if uh, you are one of the few that's doing it. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of resources have you been using for your business? Like, uh, 
websites, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Pinterest. You said teacher, pay teacher. What what kind of resources? Even like to uh, get my information out. Well, not anything. You can get your information out. Uh, getting free royalty free pictures. Uh, what are we using for emails? And I know you're just starting that. I know the answer, but the audience doesn't know the answer. Uh, so those kind of things that are tools for the, the strappy entrepreneur that you got to do stuff that a big business does that you have to do yourself. Uh, what, what are you using? Oh, oh okay. Put me on the spot here. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I know you do social down. media. People can find you on Facebook, right? Yes. Facebook, um, Amazing Kids. Um, yeah. Website, AmazingKids.com. Which is, <laughs> which is still a work in progress. So. Mm-hmm. The judgment to the side when you go judgment to the side we're still building um honestly the focus has been on building more product um right now and eventually moving that product over to the website but um so got facebook um pinterest somewhat um and I just completely blank with some of the other things um, you're not a twitter person I don't use twitter that person. either I know you're um I guess another resource that that collectively we've been using is actually the the Flip Lifestyle Group. Yeah, for for to bounce questions off, mm-hmm. we've been much more active than than I. But I'm going to the conference and all that. Yeah, it's great for me. I have to send you a copy of this. <laughs> I know we're we're giving them um, free advertising. Flipplifestyle.com. <laughs> Shane and Jocelyn Sands. <laughs> no, it is. It's a good, very good resource. Um, let's see. What else do I use? I I don't know. I mean, if you go and you look at my products right now, the what I use for the um, the pictures is. Board maker, mm-hmm. um, and will be doing my own drawings here in the very near future. But um, board maker is a great resource, and they do, with, you know, permission to allow you to use a certain amount, you know, um, for, to for products. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Um, and that's a paid solution it too. Is, right? It is a paid. Yes, it's an annual. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because some people don't want to pay any money for anything, right. but you got to break down and pay some money for important things. And that was a lesson I had to learn. <laughs> was, you know, how free can I do this? Um, so, yeah, board maker, just to create, of course, the, you know, books and all that good literature and knowing what's popular for, for classes and teachers and utilizing libraries and that sort of thing for me mm-hmm. was a big one. Um, to get my my products out and Facebook for sure um, Instagram little bit Pinterest yes and I've been trying to do that more often um, I don't know that's I'm, about it that's good because I know we we share a lot of our resources too so some of my resources become your resources I use Zoom a lot for uh, webinars and I use that for um, yeah. for even you know, recording podcasts I, I interview people mostly on Zoom today I'm interviewing in a room in a bed- in our, in our bedroom <laughs> the house that's great <laughs> LinkedIn, LinkedIn um, that's yeah. more you than me but I am trying to get more comfortable He's definitely the tech person in this couple. So I guess for me, it's um, getting used to. I'm I'm very comfortable with the creation side of things, so I'm good at the creating the product and then getting it out there, the promoting the all the tech side of things. Um, I think I've had Hubert Kit on my date book for I don't know how many weeks because I just keep rolling it over because I don't know why it intimidates me. Um, so it's a lot of getting out of, out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Actually, it was going to be like one of the, not the convert kit part, but the comfort zone part, I think, was the crux of my next question. So here it is. <laughs> she didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to no, say. I asked him to give me a list of questions, the very relaxed, laid back person that I am, and he did not. And here we are. The very spontaneous person that I am. 
See, you're my yin to my yang. Yes. <laughs> What's your question? So the question is, if someone is actually scared of selling, meaning you've got friends, you've got families that help you start and get your resources, or then you branch out to uh, maybe even uh, a school, in your case, to try to get some business, how do you transition to, hey, please to meet you to buy my product? Or do you, how do you feel about it? There's a lot of, you know, I don't need the actual path, but I mean, getting out of yourself just to just say, I need to, I need to actually ask for money now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so if you're just like meeting with somebody in general and then how it's like you turn the conversation to. Yeah. Like when you're ready to, uh, you're, you're, you know that they want you here for service. Uh, for instance, like your libraries, you know, when you're first trying to set up uh, the library meetings and trying to uh, say, I could do this, I know I could do something free for you, uh, but you're like, I, I'm full time, I need to make a living, I can't do anything for free. How do you get out your set? Um, it, for me, it helped because I had a connection of someone that I was comfortable with in the library system. So you're talking about when I was actually doing the yoga classes mm -hmm. in person at the libraries. So um, I did send out, again, just email to like, the branches, mm -hmm. and um, which can't say really got much, but then going through somebody that I knew personally that I, had, I taught with, mm -hmm. um, then she was kind of that voice of, hey, I know this person, I know that, you know, she you know, offer a good resource for us, for the library. And so she was able to really get in more than I was, like reach people, mm -hmm. the right people, better than I could with just an email that, I mean, you know, people so you had someone help you with so, that. Yeah, that's I had good. somebody. Um, and I think that's really how most of it went. The same with the police and I was like, why? We had a, a friend of a friend that was in the right place that oh, was absolutely. able to to yeah, help, yeah. you know, open the door so that I could get in there. Shout out to the Stuart Y. <laughs> Stuart Florida. <laughs> Not yeah. the one in Iowa. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that's back to not using, but utilizing yeah. the people that you know and that are in places that can kind of put a good word in for you, yeah. help you, you know, kind of get in some place that on your own with no connection might not be quite so, so easy to do. Um, That's great because truly really, uh, a good way not to ask is to have someone ask for you. Right. <laughs> and then eventually, you know, you'll set up your your uh, marketing kits and your ads, and then your ads are asking instead of you. Well, it kind of gets the people to come to you. <laughs> so, I mean, with the library case, she kind of sent out this letter to all of the, the branches in the area and then the ones that were interested that were able to reach out to me. So mm -hmm. that way the right person's coming right to me and I didn't have to try to figure out, you know, which ones had good children's um, resources and was a good children's branch versus the ones that aren't so much. Um, and then for the preschools, um, that was... That was I had to kind of do on my own. Yeah, hit the pavement. <laughs> yeah, really. Write mm -hmm. the emails to every preschool in the area and mm -hmm. hope that some of them stuck. And you know, and they did out of dozens. Yeah. One or two did, and mm -hmm. then next year added a few more. And yeah. So, um, and then going back to the person that I did the, the summer camp with, also sharing. And I know you've kind of done this too. Hey, I can't do this job mm -hmm. would you be able to fill in for me and then sometimes it turns into something more yeah. and sometimes it's just a fill-in gig but you know take it helps. everything helps let's uh, cool. go uh, before we switch the thoughts from your entrepreneur side to being married to an entrepreneur uh another question i i wanted to ask is very simple uh, any 
pitfalls you think anyone should avoid or maybe something they should consider to help advance their business quicker, especially if they're in that uh, primary stage of saying, I want to be either a consultant or I want to uh, be a, you know, a coach or, or whatever it is that their businesses are. It turns out that I, I think my audience now has grown from just safety consultant because the last few people I've talked to have uh, had other ancillary things with safety but just not specifically consultants uh, uh, that's why I'm thinking even now for you not being a safety consultant but being a business person what, what would you say are some of those things so pitfalls and then ways to advance yeah you could ask both or anything that comes to mind so pitfalls would be don't move two years after you start your business uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and not be in a permanent location for the two years after that. Unless you're um, a mobile spot. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you really like pop-up yoga classes or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, sticking it out and being able to, to have some consistency certainly helps. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be the, a pitfall. And then when you can avoid something like that, it doesn't have to be that dramatic, but as far as advancing, um, yeah, I mean, just looking to see how you can expand your circle a little bit more. I mean, I know with you, you thought it was going to be mainly water, wastewater, and then it went to like Preston Hall, and then it went to, um, I don't even know, but I mean from utilities and then out from there to construction and general industry, you know, I'm like, all these buzzwords. I know, you're like killing it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um, so... For me, you're saying be flexible. Be flexible, yeah. So as we were traveling and and all that, and then ended up semi-permanent here for, for family support and and um, you know to to do some help here. Um, I turned to more of a mindfulness thing and took classes with the mindfulness school. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of what you're asking. Is this what you were thinking of when well, you asked me this question? <laughs> more of a, uh, uh, it was good. Uh, more of you know any uh, tips and tricks, and you answered it actually really good. Uh, so that's it's fine just there. Uh, now on the you're married to an entrepreneur. So what's it like for you on the other side? And then I'm going to tell you what it's like for me being married to an entrepreneur. So um, you first. Stressful. <laughs> it's um stressful and fun. I I you know enjoy seeing the the opportunities and the excitement on your end when new possibilities come up, new opportunities come up, and I that can be a a pretty heavy uh, drug of sorts. I mean, you can get sucked into that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the, possibility that some real, real job is coming soon and um, you know so your excitement feeds my excitement and then um, trying to come back to the, the question <laughs> what is like being married to a, an entrepreneur um, so yeah I mean I can totally get very uh, wrapped up into to what you have going on which is cool um, and then, yeah, I mean, there's definitely stress involved. There's, there's uh, great months and new months, so <laughs> we're trying to keep balance. Yeah. And, and that's probably the biggest thing, just being able to keep a balance, reminding you that it's time to clock out. Oh, yes. That was a big thing, especially in the early the early days. Yeah. Um, because I went from being a... I wasn't salary, but they treated me like I was salary. I was there like constantly, all the time, uh, when I was working for uh, my previous employer. But uh, when I started working for myself, I was putting in more hours, but at different times. So it wasn't actually, you know, a set 7.30 or 7 o'clock to 3.30 every day, but it was time where I could have been hanging out with the family if I'm, you know, doing one more post or I gotta do one more video for my YouTube channel or something ridiculous, right? Yeah, sure. So it's like 
dinner's all ready and I don't have a table to put it on because you're spread out all over the, uh, yes. the table. So I'm like, okay. I'm <laughs> still now. Still now. Time to fuck out. Um, so I think just being able to strike that balance with um, your partner. It's your partner who's soft more and then you both are. You know, being aware for each of you that you are giving yourself time not only to commit to business, but to each other, to your family, to just time for yourself, self-care. Yeah. All of that is super important because it's easy to get sucked into one aspect of it mm-hmm. and then forget the others. Yeah, that's true. And on my side, being married to an entrepreneur, <laughs> yeah, I actually loved it uh, because my personality is, you know, let's just figure it out on the way. <laughs> let's just, we'll, we'll jump and hopefully we'll find a parachute on the way down from this plane. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I thought it was awesome to see my reserved, quiet, demure wife. <laughs> and I don't know if demure is the right word, but just quiet and you're, you know, you're more... Uh, thoughtful. You're kind of remind me of my brother Mark. He's the same kind of uh, methodical type of mind. And I was like, "All right, I got her. <laughs> it's scary. Yes, it's always scary, but uh, it was really cool for me to see that. And then uh, it seems like you get lit up when you get caught up in your in your work, and it starts coming through. And then when I see you actually. Uh, I remember going into one of the library classes and uh, getting ready to pick you up and I came a little early and I saw you I was like, this is so awesome. I really <laughs> like that. I don't even remember that. Yeah, that was the Palm City one. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, but it was, no, Palm City, the one uh, like way out. Uh, what's the, the Oh, Indian Town. Yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just, I like seeing you in your... Uh, your creativity and as a spouse uh, thinking oh, that's awesome seeing that but that something is charging you lighten you up and that that part I like everything else you know there is tough parts but everything else that I, yeah, I, I it always goes back to we're doing this together our song you and me together by Dave Matthews so that that's like both of you know entrepreneurs going at it but I do enjoy watching you actually go out there go get them and, and conquering something so it's it's a passion you know it's a passionate part of having both of us being entrepreneurs and then we in the, the tough times I learned a lot from you about don't buy things <laughs> or do anything if you don't know the money is there oh yeah <laughs> money in the bank not a promise of yes um yeah it's well it's balance striking that balance and um it, it is it's exciting to be able to, to do this adventure together and you have the, the text skills that I don't have or really particularly care to have so um I get the cliff notes version <laughs> from you yes again let you do the hard work and research and then I'm like okay real quick tell me how to do this um <laughs> all right I got her to admit it you guys are all my witnesses <laughs> yeah <laughs> saves me the time and energy it's um, efficient so you're actually operating efficiently yeah. delegating you're delegating yeah. <laughs> That's basically what I am, right? Uh, uh, overpriced intern. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's great. So plug away. Whatever you got. This uh, is my uh, this is my thing that I do with everyone at the end of the interview. I let them plug. That's my way of saying thank you. And I am going to share. You're going to have to help me with the show notes. What should I share on my show notes? The pictures. I'm thinking of our wedding pictures for the show notes. So go ahead, plug away. All you. Are you done? Okay. (laughs) It's ready. Um, So um, amazingkids.com. That's the website. Um, Resources there um, that right now is more informational, but the products will be on there soon. You can find all the products, though, on teacherpayteacher.com. And my store name is Amazing Kids. Again, it's O M M A Z I N G Kids. 
and there's resources there for um, yoga brain breaks is what the, most of the products are um, that go with literature as well as um, social skills and this would be for teachers you know, uh, with special needs just general education as well as for homeschool and then um, just the newest endeavor then is my mindfulness classes that um, training that I've gotten through mindful schools and to be able to go into the schools and um, do some mindfulness classes with, with kids and to help them be able to balance all the, the stresses put on them but pretty much everything can be found on Omaze and kids and that's it if you go there then you'll see all the links for all the other social media stuff Facebook and Twitter and not Twitter Pinterest <laughs> LinkedIn yeah, yeah. alright yay I'm gonna give her a kiss on the ear kiss thank you baby do you want to be a safety consultant? Listen to Dr. Jay Allen of Safety FM give his experience after taking the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. I have actually done research on different consultants and looked at different consulting courses and so on. There is a pretty fancy, very expensive consulting course that is out there. I have actually purchased the consulting course, was interested. It has good information. Don't get me wrong. But you have a consulting course that really drives people onto focusing on safety and how to become a safety consultant. I will tell you on your particular course, there was better information in that particular regards than the other consulting course that was more of a generalist form. But I figured I felt like I got more information out of yours on you giving people direct path on what to do step by step. But I really think that you have a genuine good product there that can really assist people if they're interested in becoming a safety consultant. Register for the Safety Consultant Blueprint at www.safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Enter code PODCAST for a special discount. I want to thank you for being a great follower of my show. It's been a 35 episodes, so this has been really awesome being able to have some content for you for 35 episodes and then also to get into this whole podcasting thing. So I want to thank everybody for listening. And before we get into the tip of the week, just want to ask you to go out there, take some action, help me out. If you like what you hear, get on your podcatcher, whatever that is, and like, subscribe, give me a review, good or bad, I'll take it. Constructive criticism is awesome because then you learn. So I will take it. But I love some action. So if you do uh, feel any way about the show and you want to show support or you want to say, hey, Sheldon, get this right, that's all right. Go ahead and do that. Uh, iTunes reviews are awesome if you are on iTunes listening to this. And go ahead and, and do that. But any of your podcasts are uh, catchers as jay allen says uh yeah i would love that that'd be awesome oh i almost forgot this week only i am running a sale on safetyconsultantblueprint.com so if you go to safetyconsultantblueprint.com, I'm doing a sale for each week of the month of September, or excuse me, October, and that's October 2019. So if you are listening to this live or within the month of October 2019, then you have an opportunity to get the Safety Consultant Blueprint course for a incredibly reduced price. So the first week of the month, I had it down as 40%. Think about that. 40% off on the actual course. So that is come and gone. So second week of uh, the Safety Consultant Blueprint uh, course is, and this is the second week of October, so the second week of October for the Safety Consultant course, uh, that new uh, rate is going to be 35% off. 
So you really want to hurry up and get that as best as you can. This week is the only week for it. I'm not going to be giving that much more of a percentage off. I know for sure I'm never going to do 40% like I did last week. Uh, but if you are still interested in learning to be a safety consultant with tip step-by-step uh, -step tips from me, it's all instructor-led and I take it a little bit at a time. I show you how to do things and we'll just take this giant elephant of being a safety consultant and we take it into bite-sized little consumable bites. <laughs> and that's the uh, the best way I could, I could put this. All right, so go to primus.institute for all of my courses, but specifically for the Safety Consultant Blueprint, you want to go to safetyconsultantblueprint.com whenever you're listening to this and see what uh, specials we have. And if there is no specials, add the code PODCAST and you will get a special discount for that. All right, without further ado, let's go to the tip of the week. So the tip of the week is to make sure that you get your partner involved with your consulting business. It is so important that together you and your partner are going to conquer the world, if you will. Uh, you need their buy-in. You need to make sure that uh, your partner or partners, because I know there are some people with that too, so I want to be open. Uh, just make sure that together, your team, you're, you're going to be planning this out. You're going to make sure that in all ways that you guys are going to be on the same page with the business, with the finances, because you're going to be taking money that is going to be coming to the family and using that for your actual business. So they should have a stake, they should have a say. So it's important to include your partner in your decision-making as a team member. So that is the tip of the week. See you next Monday. This podcast is being sponsored by safetyconsultantblueprint.com. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.